I was a one-man show for a product that was a side product in the company, the measuring machines. Mm -hmm. Nobody liked to touch them. You know, spherical's within two tenths, and I did like 400 of them by myself. You know, oh, just, wow. Nobody else would touch them. You're taking on a job and wanting to yep. learn something no yep. one else in the shop wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like the, the more things that you can actually learn and the more problems that you can solve, like every opportunity that you have to actually do something new. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> we got the big man here at the table. What's up, Marcus? Hey, how are oh, you? Very good. How are you? Good, man. Texas. Texas. Back in Texas. Oh back man. Back in this beautiful facility. A little yeah, bit man. bigger than when I was here last yeah, time. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. And uh yeah, we got the Studer S31 yeah. with a beautiful paint job right behind you. Yeah. We got the that. favorite, we got the Walter, we got the Monster Bloom that's yeah, arriving it's coming, soon. Coming, yeah. Ooh, and Looking then like, you put the camera right here. It looks so sexy. Yeah. So that good. is a great paint job. I just it just looks so solid. Yeah. Right. That customers yeah. love it. So no doubt. Yeah, Super no good. Doubt. I think a lot of people don't understand that that was actually hand painted. Right? Yes. Yep. It's not just put a sticker or something like that on. It's uh, hand painted. Yeah. It's 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 a job for sure. I bet, <laughs> yeah. I bet, you know. Yeah, it's a beautiful machine. And what's up, Chris? What's up, Titan? Oh, mm -hmm. it's your first time on the podcast. It's my first time. Nice, right. man. Nice. Hell yeah. And then Keith? Yep. Back he gets, at he it. gets paid to talk, so it makes sense for him. Why not be here? <laughs> and I just love it. Industry, yeah. shop talk. I could do it all day. I love it. Super good. Hell so, yeah, yeah it's, been like, it's been about a, probably close to a year since yeah. you've been down to Texas yeah. to yeah. visit us. Yeah, it was a little colder back yeah. then. Man, yeah. it's I beautiful. I think we had man. almost. Almost freezing outside, but uh, today yeah, it's, it's uh, beginning of the couldn't year. be any better. Today is fantastic. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, and then yeah. uh, I saw you over at Emo. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Right at Emo, which was great, great show. Yeah, you guys um, had an amazing booth. Amazing yeah. booth. Man, that thing was yeah. nice. That is uh, something else. I love that the video wall we have. It, yeah. it is, it's a magnet, you know. A lot it of uh, booth builders come by even look at that look at what we have there they really enjoy it and uh yeah it's it's always awesome that's our partners for you right if you look at like your booth and heller i thought those two booths stole the show i mean honest to god they yeah. were they were fantastic you know dn was huge but the the that booth at, at united grinding was wonderful yeah wonderful it was just well it was large yep and it was well put together and one thing that i've always known about united grinding like every every since I started uh, working with you guys is like class act. Mm. Everything is done to the T's. Like everything is just on a high level. They think about the customer experience through the entire process of building everything. And uh, like I always, I always say like when people come through our doors, we're going to give them an experience that they've never seen before. But mm. I, I'm a student of all these other uh, companies and what they do great. And uh, United Grinding, you guys do an amazing job. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of our culture. You know, we, that's what we've done for many, many years. You know, giving that customer experience a little bit at a, you know, little bit elevated level i yep. wouldn't say crazy but a little elevated level and i think the customers appreciate that too um i mean of course we never want to forget we are here to educate our customers we're here to teach our customers new things so you know that's that's the core but how you 
you know, pack that and how you make that look to the outside. You know, I think you have a lot of options there. And uh, I think we always try to find a nice middle way between, you know, very classy, but also modern and, you know, technology driven you know that's cool. yeah that's so, awesome you know uh enjoyed we came up to it one of the shows it's what it, how do you pronounce miamisburg miamisburg yeah, yeah. ohio mm -hmm. ohio boom <laughs> nice oh man miamisburg <laughs> yeah and then uh yeah you guys have a beautiful facility up there and yep. enjoyed coming up there and you guys you guys put on a great show and you guys have like your customers are everyone in this industry as we always say you know they're just top-notch just good people and uh yeah so i just love meeting everybody up there and your team is amazing and uh and i don't know if like it's united grinding mm -hmm. i think there's sometimes there's some confusion because people are like oh studer and walter and blome and these different companies but that in an essence is united grinding that you guys actually it's like a umbrella and you have what is it? Eight companies that are under that umbrella? Yeah, it's eight different brands. We basically split it by technology. So we have three divisions. Um, and I mean, these companies came together over time. I mean, all of them are old, like Studer's 111 years. Wow. You know, mm -hmm. so that's the oldest one. And, and then we have, you know, different companies in, in, in the that came about and United Grinding, you know, if you bring a lot of companies together, everybody has their own culture. Mm -hmm. And you need to try to get a little bit a common culture. And I think this is what United Grinding brought to the company. It's a base for everybody. We still leave the different companies their own culture that they can live by and, and stand by. But at the end of the day, you know, we're one big group and we have a lot of know-how in these different groups. We try to bring that together with United Grinding. Fantastic. Mm, so. That's cool. Yeah, yeah so, so super good. And it was cool uh, when I was in Europe this time. Yeah. So each time, like, I go to Studer, I, uh, you know, go to different plants. And then this time, I actually went to Walter. Yeah. Oh, hung nice. out with Harry. Yeah, Harry. Harry, I just talked to him this morning. And That's he awesome. says hi. Awesome, nice. man. That's super yeah. good. Nice. Yeah, tell him I said hi, too, and he'll probably yeah. end up watching this. And yeah. He said, the man with the stash that gives uh, Travis some run. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He said if, if he doesn't remember me, just tell him about the stash. No, That's look at that. I, I remembered his name and, and everything. Yeah. I even took a, when we were having lunch, I took a picture and then sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. And he was, he was, he was yeah. telling some stories about when you first started and stuff. So yeah, back I know, in the I know, day, I know a lot about you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's all sorts of stories about me. Uh, guaranteed. Back in the day, man. But yeah. it goes both ways, Marcus. Yeah, I know. I, know. I can to, tell you a few of this. Guy. I know. You only have to go on YouTube to find out about me. So good. We yeah, we, good. we tell it all. But uh, hey, so CEO, yep. president of United Grinding Americas, that is a huge position. Congratulations, man. Wow. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what to say. You know, it's, 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 it, it's a job, uh, <laughs> I enjoy it. The title is big, but at the end of the day, I'm just part of a, of a team. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, you know, I have, things I need to do like everybody else in the company has things to do that their job their responsibility you know I need you need to lead a little bit by example sure show people 
how you want to see it, how you want to work with customers and things like this. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, big, big title. Um, but I don't feel like, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't, Nothing. I don't make the difference. Yeah. Uh, the people make the difference. The there team makes the difference. I think that's so. uh, that's just a sign of good leadership, you know. And yeah, no doubt. When you're you're a part of a team, like yep. doesn't matter title. We all have work to do, yep. and we come together, unify, common goal, common vision. Let's go serve the customer. Let's give them an that experience they've never seen before. Let's give them a technology that's going to truly bring value to their lives, and not just sell them anything but give them the right solution for the problem so that they can actually take care of their families and have be have find success yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely exactly. that's yeah. awesome so yeah. so you just you work with your sales team with your marketing team with your yeah i have basically different i mean th right now i'm here with one of the sales teams we have sales meetings we talk about you know the next couple months how is that looking like you know what are we doing you know what do we need to do we talk about competition we talk about you know technology um, but we also do training you know how to handle a customer and you know um, interactions you know different things every meeting is a little bit different and you know I mean obviously it's also nice to travel around a little bit but sure. why we are now in Fort Worth Texas which is you know nice beautiful something else you know, other times we were in Miamisburg using our facility. Today we're here, and uh, I think it's just great. Um, different culture, you know, here in, in town. You know, we were down in the stockyards. And, oh, uh, nice. Uh, yeah. Watched uh, Longhorns, and it's just crazy, cool you know, yeah. and cool all the Zach. people running around in their cowboy boots and cowboy hats. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> reminding me a little bit of uh, Bavaria. You know, people always think, oh, yeah, Bavaria, people need to have lederhosen and uh, stuff like this. Here you probably think, oh, Texas, cowboy hats and uh, cowboy boots. boots and belts. Yeah. Awesome. There's a restaurant that I actually uh, took you to. Oh, I and know. And then, uh, yeah, Great our, our wives and all that. And then uh, Lonesome Dove. Mm -hmm. Have right you been there. there? No, haven't been there. Oh, we got to do it, yeah, man. Okay. It is You great. guys are there. I think you guys are there again tonight, right? Yeah. yeah. Lonesome Dove Lonesome is Dove. amazing. Mm -hmm. It is It is historical. Texans love it. And one of the cool things is they have like all kinds of cool dishes right from the appetizer. Like you, you want to know about food? Ask big boys. Because like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm an expert already. No, but... Literally, uh, you can get rattlesnake sausage right, oh, wow. right from the beginning. You okay. know, they got they got all kinds of cool things, kangaroo, <laughs> like kangaroo and stuff. yeah, you and won't get anywhere else, and different things that you would never get anywhere else. Nice. Totally, yeah, nice. and it's so good. Yeah. It's just like, uh, I think it's I don't know how old it is, but it's got. I think it's been there a while. It's significant. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Super great. Great cool. experience all the way around. The, the waiters, the service is great. They're so friendly. Mm -hmm. Food is amazing. The drinks are great. And it's right down in the middle of the stockyards. Yeah. yeah can't beat that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Very, yeah. very, very nice yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the nice things about doing these podcasts, we get to, you know, interview some great people. And, and again, super great that you're here, Marcus. You know, and, and some of the questions I love is, you know, how did you cut your teeth in this business? Where did you start? Because we all have this this thing that I always say that grabbed us, you know, and, and then once you're in this industry, it's hard to not love it. It's mm -hmm. hard not to love it. So how did you get started? 
So, boy, that's a long time ago. Oh, so, man, uh, <laughs> you get out of here. You ain't that old. <laughs> Same age. Oh, Same there age. you go. So, <laughs> there you go. So we're young. Yes, that's uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. I'll take that. So I started, um, so in Germany, you know, uh, most people, ha you have to kind of do an apprenticeship Correct. in order to get anything started in life, yep. honestly. So I went to... I did so we have this different school system that we basically have you know one goes to ninth grade one goes to 10th grade the other one goes to 12th grade which is very similar to here okay. 12th grade but i i did only 10th grade and then i stopped there and then i did an apprenticeship afterwards wow so you have that opportunity to to do that yes. you don't have to okay you don't have to go to 12th grade interesting so wow. these schools are structured a little bit because Somebody's stronger in learning, mm -hmm. somebody's stronger in maybe just doing things mechanically, electrically, whatever. Get them going in that direction. <clears throat> yeah. Love, yeah. love mm -hmm. that. And so I got into that and then I decided, okay, what do I want to do? And I did a internship at a, basically it's a mu municipality where they have, they're drawing, um, like houses and streets and oh, things like that okay. so like a, city planning yeah like a civil engineering okay. office mm -hmm. but they approve the plans of civil engineers so it's a it's it's in the municipality and i did my internship there and i liked the drawing part you know that's what i liked and back in the day we didn't have computers no drafting yes i did that too so uh, very different <laughs> and and then you know i looked what kind of is in this area and in the time i started it was very hard to get an an apprenticeship position got it because they had tons of people so i just applied everywhere around and i got a job or i got an apprenticeship as a technical draftsman in it was actually the company was making food processing equipment wow yeah. I said always, you put the cow in the end and the <laughs> sausage comes out the other side. Mm. And that's right. pretty much how these machines worked. Got you. So we had that and uh, it was, it was the first year was basically doing everything or the same thing that anybody else did it, um, you know, like the mechanics did. So we were filing, wow. you know, and I was okay. running a lathe and I was learning how to program a, a um, you know, a CNC uh, machine. You know, it was at the time a decal. No um, way. Yeah, yeah so yeah. stuff like that. And um, that's the first year. And then the second year, then you go more in the drafting and, and things. And so you learn a lot about tolerances and accuracies and, you know, you get the prints from the engineers and they were not like nice prints. They were just like, wow, you know, sketches. And then you came up with all the, I would say, tolerances, upper, lower tolerances, what Got kind it. of nuts and bolts to use because you knew the strength of the parts and what to do. Mm. So I got into that. And then after that, I was finished with my apprenticeship. I, I knew I didn't want to stop there. Interesting. It grabbed I, I saw, ah, there's so much more. And then I did, I went to university and I d studied um, industrial management. Nice. So I learned, I learned very little from a lot of different fields. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And that's got me into, you know, I, I liked machine tools. Yeah. I liked that. So I applied for a job, got a job. 
And three months into the job, that was basically, I, I got a sales position. Oh, look at you. Yeah, look at me. Right on. Yeah. So <laughs> Hang on that. So, yeah, getting into that. And then they three months into it, they sent me off to the U.S. Oh, said, hey, why gosh. don't you help my son building up the business in the U.S.? So went to the U.S. And, I mean, we sold equipment like the Heimer presetters. Okay. Presetters. And I was basically traveling to all these manufacturing plans in the U.S., I had no clue. I mean, honestly, I, had, I'm, I was just <laughs> knocking I no on clue. doors. Yeah, I was knocking on doors. Yeah, and you know, it, it's amazing. You find somebody. You know, I remember I met a guy at uh, BF Goodrich in you know in Ohio at the time, and he kind of every time I came in there, he kind of got you know he taught me things. You yeah. know, he he showed me around. He showed me this, that, the other. I learned so much from that one individual. It was really beautiful. I mean, I mean. It's just, you know, it's a big family, yeah. I think, manufacturing. And, and, you know, if you find somebody that helps you and that teaches you. And there's plenty of those guys. That's what's great <laughs> about this industry is I same thing. When I came into this, I didn't have a background in machine tools, yeah. but it grabbed me, like I said. And all my customers, they, they all taught me, you know, what it was like, how to machine a part, how to set up a part, why I'm using this cutter for this part, what this material is and the makeup. And that's what that you're right. This industry is it's it's fantastic for that. People love to divulge the information and, and help you. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, I got I got into this, you know, I left back to Germany came again left came again. So I, I had my I had my startup issues at the beginning. But, uh, you know, at, at, at one point, a, a friend of mine who worked with me at the company, who is now the CSO for Walter, he asked me, do you want to come back to the U.S.? You know, we have these measuring machines. Yeah. Walter. Mm -hmm. I love <clears throat> is, is uh, that. Is that Harry? No, that was Achim. Okay. I'm sure he's Harry. I got I got to meet Harry in the U.S. actually. Okay. So when I came, he was here as well. Hmm. So. It was, I mean, I got here and at the beginning it was like funny because I was just here and my old boss, you know, he was the founder of Walter Grinders at the time, um, you know, very a huge character, you know, Dietmar Veselin, a lot of people know him out there. <laughs> um, you know, I got there and he, you know, we, we negotiated on the phone about salary and he's like ah oh, america's so cheap it doesn't cost anything yeah. you know yeah. you don't need all this money and this yeah. that, the other and i said no 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 you know what i have just been there and i know what a pizza costs and i know what this <laughs> costs and I, I think it's not that cheap you know <laughs> so we came to an agreement and at the time was a huge decision because i had to basically say i'm not having any vacation coming from a country where you have by law you know 27 or 30 days vacation yeah right you know, to zero, to zero was a big decision for me. No doubt. So did that, and then I started working there. Was this what early nineties? That was yeah, early nineties. Yeah. yeah, and I was basically by I was a one man show at the time when I started for the company. Got so it. I started with Walter first, like in two thousand. Got it. And so I was a one man show for a product that was a side product in the company the measuring machines mm -hmm. nobody liked to touch them you know they're all like special not not grinding you know but over time you know i i got to learn it i got to enjoy it i i, I went out there and i've seen so many things i traveled basically three years pretty much straight i, I would probably visit every 
you know, every state pretty much, maybe not Hawaii, but, uh, you know, many of the other states I, I visited and uh, it was just great. It was a good, good experience. And the great thing was I had input in the product. Nice. I could do service. I could do applications. Nice. You know, I, I, you know, I got to know the customers and, you know, I, I've, did phone support and so I, that's I, huge when you're going into a customer and you could service the machine yeah. you could talk to them about their yeah, application right. and you could say yeah oh, could and you probably did you install the units too i did install them yeah. man yeah. good yeah. on you yeah. that so, is a lot of hats brother yeah so yeah and i mean it's it gave me a good insight in the workings of a company heck yeah you know so when you do all these different precisions you get to feel okay you know this is important here this is important there these guys for them this is important you know not not everybody in the company has the same kind of triggers sure and if you need help you know you figure out after a while oh this is his trigger and this is his trigger and then you get you know quicker help and then yeah and that's how that's where i met harry so nice. harry was my boss at the time and when he left, he said, hey, you want to be, and, and this is kind of throughout my career. I was, I don't know, I was always at the right time, the right place. At, at the right place, and it just worked out. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you, you know, I mean. Didn't do anything special to climb I, the ladder, I, I, but I don't it just know. worked I just, out. Yeah, it just worked out, and I, 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 I always embraced the opportunity. Yeah. You know, if something new came along, Harry left, it was, uh, you know, a technical uh, lead. It was basically engineering software. You know, for the machines, something completely different. Sure, sure. But I mean, I just enjoyed it. I grasped it. I, you know, worked with the people. I mean, the people that you work with, they always know much better what they're doing than you do. Hundred percent. Yeah. You can. Yep. You can. You know. So you got to trust your team. But it's uh, again, it's about leadership. You bring yeah. them together. You, you you grow together and uh you know we had our successes and i don't know three years down the road again you know somebody asked me hey this guy he has heart issues he probably not he's probably not going to come back you know you're interested in taking over from operations you know and i'm like you know i i have you know i don't know but, hmm. but I, so i had the engineering background, background yep but then to put the things together and then also to work with people in the shop is something completely different than oh, when yeah. you work in the engineering office. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, in a the company, there's different levels and there's, you know, different needs and different passions. For and sure. Different, so, and I think it was a good experience. Built machines for three years and then, you know, there was until 07 and then the downturn came. started hitting in, yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know that? Yep. And we decided, okay, you know what? The machine we had to we change basically from uh, Bosch Rectroid control to like um, Andron, uh, not uh, sorry, Andron control to uh, Fanuc at the time. Okay. And we're like, yeah, you know, should we still do this in the U.S.? You know, business is really going down. You know, numbers are going down. So we put everything back to Czech Republic in our facility in Czech Republic. And uh, we only did accessorized machines in the U.S. Hmm. So get a base model and accessorize it. So, and that got boring for me. Yeah. You know, when you build a machine and you build it up and you start it and there is issues with it and the wiring is not right, then you have to adjust parameters and no make doubt. it perfect. Solving those problems. Yeah, solving those problems is exciting. It is. But if that's not there anymore and if it's just putting things together, you know, and basically 
putting a plug in and that's it. Yeah. That's not exciting anymore. No, At least yeah. not for me. Yeah, so yeah. I asked to be going, I wanted to go back with customers and that's how I ended up in sales. Good stuff. So, and that's then I so went great. through sales. So this is the kind of the story. And well, that's fantastic. So. It's like we've all talked, right? There's levels of this industry that you levels can climb, to the game. and there are so many good. This there's no ceiling. You if you love it, you know yeah. you can go wherever you want in this industry. That's yeah. great story. That's good stuff. We were talking to a bunch of uh, students yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, they were awesome, and they're all doing the Titans of CNC curriculum, and and uh, they're up in New York. And I was like, they were asking me like, like what changed, what did you concentrate on and, and, and all that? And I was like solving problems. Mm-hmm. Like the, the more things that you can actually learn and the more problems that you can solve, like every opportunity that you have to actually do something new, put your hands on something yeah. new, learn from somebody new, you know, and you see problems. A lot of people run from those problems with the people that are successful that actually make money in this industry and rise up are the ones that actually attack the problems, understand that greatness comes from adversity and then it's just a process. So mm-hmm. let's figure it out and you figure it out yep. and eventually, People see you for that and no they're doubt. like, hey, they actually know how to do that and this and this and this. And they always run to solve that problem. They're never running away. So let's give this person an opportunity. And it's fantastic. I think, you know, for a lot of young people, I think that's like a, a key. And that's pretty much what you said was that you learned a lot of different things and solved a lot of different problems. And by the time you went into sales, you knew enough to talk about all of it, which then when you're a leader, you have to be able to have be knowledgeable about to. all of it, the vastness of it, you know? Yeah. Which is this industry vast. Vast. Oh, it's huge. I always say like so much knowledge. There's so all these different trades and stuff, but only like machining and CNC and, and the like has all the variables and each one is stacked with millions of different tools and machines and everything. So it's like to have a great understanding of what is great in that, that is a rare thing. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's when you're, that's when you become successful. Heck yeah. And I, I think, you know, sometimes I look back and all the things that I've seen and different manufacturing processes, products that came out at the end. And today I go, sometimes I walk through the supermarket and think to myself, man, I wonder how they did that packing and how did that uh, happen in here and how did that go? Because some of the stuff is just, I mean, even just making simple things like cardboard. When I've seen that the first time, I'm like, oh my God, this is like high speed, super complicated machining um, that, you know, we're talking about. You know, you don't see it when you get it, when you pick it up in the shelf and you put it no. together and throw it in your recycling bin. Cut, no, no, fold, you, bend. You, it's, it's, and the speed and then how much science goes in, like just putting how much glue you're going to put on yeah. You yeah. Know, to get this open Truly. or to get it apart again. Yeah. You know, it, for me, it, it's, it looks simple when you don't know what's behind it, it you never will think about it. Yeah. But yeah. when you're in manufacturing, you're like, oh, this is, ooh, this is pretty fancy, you know? So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so. And that's another good little, you know, uh, 
just part of our business. You know, when you get into it, you you look at everything we do every day is made by a machine tool, everything, right? Yeah. And then you start, when you're into it, you're looking at planes, you're looking at cars, you're looking at watches, you're looking at, you know, everything that is manufactured. And I love that, that, that yeah. you could get so deep into how something's done, but that's it. Again, we do it every day, but people don't know that. Yeah. I. For example, the new iPhone came out. Huh? Yeah, the titanium, titanium frame. Yeah. I'm like, how many more cutting tools would they need for that? Correct. Than to, for the prior phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Well, remember, what was the iPhone that came out? It had all the small holes in it. And I think Foxconn in China, they must have bought, I think it was like something around 30,000 robo drills mm -hmm. for all the iPhones yeah. to just drill all those holes yeah. in, in those cases. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, wow. yeah it's super good. Yeah, so I, these are things that, I mean, for the industry that just, you know, I, I'm in it for a long time, but I, I still appreciate it so much, you yeah. know, seeing these things. I love, so. I, uh, Joe Rogan had Elon Musk on again mm -hmm. recently, and at, I, I haven't watched the whole Shout thing Shout out yet. to Listen. Rogan. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But it's like, I love the, the fact that Elon was, was there, and he was talking about design and stuff, but he was saying that, you know, that takes, like, that's easy. There are brilliant yeah. people to handle that it's the manufacturing those are the problems that we have to solve and they're the biggest problems and he was saying there's no shows on it there's no movies on it there's no but to to get prices down and the problems that you have to solve and the scale at which you have to manufacture to get those prices down and then the lines and machines and workforce and everything that gets put in place and the, and then it can't stop for a second, you know, to make money. And like, I just love how he's bringing that respect to kind of like where Rogan's like, he doesn't even know anything Nothing. about it. Nothing. Nobody knows anything <laughs> no, about it. No, so no. you have somebody high profile that's actually doing something like that. And he's like, nobody makes the TV sh uh, shows about it or anything. I'm like, hey. <laughs> so there's a good question yeah. right who's going to be on our, our show first is it going to be rogan he doesn't know anything about manufacturing oh, we can man. teach him elon you've worked with spacex for years and years and done amazing parts for spacex or bezos hmm. we're doing work i actually have elon's now. email there you go huh. oh. spacex email one of those three yeah Let's see who hmm. gets first one of them, I'm sure, wants to lo is going to love to talk about it. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's yeah. the great One, one day. Pe people always say, hey, Titan, like, Rogan would love you. And I'm like, I, I know. Like, mm -hmm. being fighting and then just what we did in the prison systems and education and manufacturing and, and, and all of it. God. Love UFC and love stuff. UFC. And I come from that world. But I'm just, I'm just like, when I was younger, I was hustling and I was just like, I thought I was ready for everything. And I was just like going after it and now i'm just more like cool mm -hmm. there's a yep. timing you know, there's timing involved and it's like i'm just going to be mellow and we're just going to keep changing the world and lifting um, building our brand and and rising on the levels and then when the time comes eventually we will talk like we'll, i truly we'll believe like we will we will talk to the biggest people talk to presidents talk to i i believe that we're going to have influence so big in manufacturing but it right now we're in that building phase when it comes to high level cnc machining there's nobody not even five percent of the views in the platform that we have right now and and it's just getting bigger, it and, is bigger getting and bigger bigger. and then and then we get a partner with the greatest companies 
worldwide. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I told you many times before. I think what you're doing is great. Um, you know, every time, you know, what a lot of people don't see. I mean, you see the YouTube videos, you see, you know, the, you know, on Facebook or you know the other platforms. I. What you don't see, or what I feel most people don't see, is the educational, you That's know, right. the CNC experts, yeah. or right. the grinding academy. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, look at all these videos. Two hundred thousand current students. Yes, and look at that. I mean, that that is just amazing. I mean, we have four apprentices in house, and I wanted to have apprentices in house again because I have a you. hard time to finding new talent yep. for me one of the best examples is you know human hair is 50 microns yeah you know right we make parts within a micron yep in order to do that and he knows um you have to have a certain work ethic and also a work methodology methodology if you don't have that forget it you will never ever be able to achieve that no doubt because everything has to be right everything has to be perfect if yep. you want to make that perfect part so, and what we're trying to do in this apprenticeship is basically teach these kids from the start. And when I started with this, I wanted to do this with an outside company. And they told me, yeah, but everybody tells us, you know, it needs to happen in, in, in less than a year. Right. And I'm like, Can't. this is not happen in less than a year. Can't. You need to, there's so many facets of this job that you need to understand. You know, it's, it's electronics, it's mechanics. You know, it's it's accuracy, it's surface finish, it's I don't know. There's so many things that you can. It takes time, and two years is a good time, and then you start in a job, and you get good money. And you know, I'm so happy that we start this now. Next year we're gonna get the next four, so we're gonna have eight in total. Nice. And then hopefully over time we can grow this. That's nice. You know, and there will be good years where we can take them all, and there will be not so good years where we can them out in the industry and i'm sure some of our customers will be more than happy to take them absolutely so. agreed especially so. grinding right i yeah. mean grinding is one of those dying breeds of 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 the trade we have machines we got mills we got lathes we got you know horizontal mills five act but when you look at grinding that is one thing that you go into a shop and who's the guy in the grinder it's probably one of the yeah. older guys yep. in the shop yeah. Hey, this guy here, yeah, well, I man, don't know huh? why he's so young and, and knows so much. But yeah, but. well, I, I had some very good mentors, man. My uh, a lot of my mentors, they were at my wedding. You know, they were fifty-seven, and then one the guy that actually trained me on a studer was sixty-seven years old. See, wow. there awesome. you go. Yeah, he yeah. was you know way past retirement, but he was there. I want to teach you because there's the same thing, same mindset. Is nobody's coming? Yeah. It's you. Yeah, this is you. Yeah. And I worked my way up, and like he said, you know, there's steps to grinding, and if you follow them, you're good. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. You know, clean workspace makes good parts. Mm. The shop is phenomenal, and that really shows that like this is a grind shop. This was at Bell. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, my yeah, a lot of the guys down there showed me a lot. And yeah, I, I think that we haven't really talked too much about that. That. Um, Chris's experience mm -hmm. coming mm -hmm. from Bell that he came over here and he's running a Studer S41, but he was at Bell Helicopters uh, down the road running right. a Studer S41 and yeah. they ended up nice. being supervisor and all that. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm never going to pretend to be the best at everything. We're going to bring in the <laughs> right people yep. that actually can run the machines and make 
perfect parts to print because right. that's what we're about. Former Marine. Former Marine. Yeah. Just, got, <laughs> well, just got married. Thank you for your yeah. service. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, thanks, no thanks, doubt thanks. about it. Just just got married. Yeah. yeah, we were all just at your wedding. Yeah, yeah, Titan and uh, uh, Keith actually came to my wedding. Oh, so nice. Yeah. nice. The shop. Awesome. Yeah. And then yeah. I saw how far he drives to work. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. Out, he's out in the Damn country, it. man. I think it's like 77 miles one way. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. He could listen to some podcasts. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super good. But now, yeah, I started on i think like an old norton manual grinder that has mm-hmm. still had the uh machine of war yeah, uh, yeah. sticker on it from no <laughs> kidding yeah it still had like the eagle on that's it that's crazy put it on there and at first i was just doing like super finish and then like super small grinding chamfers or grinding a radius blending a radius mm-hmm. yeah uh you know showing not showing but like dressing in a wheel with the radius with gauge blocks and a mic and mm-hmm. all that yeah and then uh I, I moved over to a studer lean pro Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yes. yeah. That's nice. why we got. Mark the, is like, I know yeah, that machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thing, that thing was. It was also green, wartime yeah, green, yeah. wartime green. It was, yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. And uh, so when we got the favorite, in, I was like, oh, this is like the Lean Pro, and they're like, nah, that's a favorite. And I'm like, oh, okay, same thing though, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say so. Yeah. And then after that, um, I proved myself on a Lean Pro. And then uh, I was able, I was lucky enough, same thing, I kind of just fell into it. They were like, hey, this kid is doing really good. He's mm-hmm. he's holding, you know, sphericals within two tenths. You know, you grind a sphericle, you dress, a, uh, you dress that radius into the wheel, and then you bring it over yep. and you grind that sphericle into the gear. And I did like 400 of them by myself. Man. You know, oh, just wow. nobody else would touch them. They're yep. like, we're not running that part. And absolutely not. And all it was was this little bitty. Uh, look like a, a sprocket and mm-hmm. it was like maybe a half an inch longer or something yeah. and you would blend that radius and every couple parts you had to get it checked mm-hmm. and nobody else would run them and i'd go in there and i'd indicate it in on a magnet and boom there it is just like we talked about you you're taking on a job and wanting to yep. learn something no one yep. else in the shop wanted to do and yep. look at you now yeah yeah yep. and then you know they had this i remember they had this one fixture you would you would indicate it in with bolts so you'd you would run the face with the indicator and then you would have a bolt and you would have to tighten it. But if you tighten it too much, then it would do this. And no way. Oh, it was, it was pain in the butt. It was pain in the butt. But, <laughs> but, yeah. So but, did you, did you grind in the service? Were you, were you, did, I, did you learn? I've been anything? grinding all my life. Have you? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bro. Yeah. No, I was, uh, I was in a zero three one one in the Marine Corps, United States Marine Corps. So I was in the infantry. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, but ma- the Marine Corps and a lot of the military branches actually has machining and 3D printing. That's right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I wish I would have had a chance to know that, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but I was a young kid trying to just escape, trying to get out. Yep. And I went to a recruiter and I said, what you got? And he said this. I said, cool. I'm out. Jump in. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> I had my mom and dad sign my papers and I left at 17 and, mm-hmm. you know, really did okay well i think i heard marcus say it but yeah thank you for your service brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. thank, yeah. thank you yeah. of course and yeah, then cool. um yeah what one thing that when you applied for the job and we started talking mm-hmm. you had actually done youtube videos before right and i could at the beginning you wouldn't talk so you're barely <laughs> even speaking so i was like what's he doing on youtube but you were actually yeah. shooting like showing mm-hmm. like marines how to fire weapons right. and shoot mm-hmm. yeah Very like my cool. <clears throat> my last i think it was like nine months i didn't have enough time to go on another deployment okay so what they did was uh the marines that don't have enough time to go on another deployment they 
change them to these other jobs. Okay. And my one of my buddies, his job was to literally raise and lower the flag every day. Oh man, <laughs> get out there. Yeah. So and then I went to what's called a MTU Marksmanship Training Unit, and uh, <clears throat> I was teaching other Marines and all the way up to like the highest level. Mm-hmm. And uh, how to like fire the M16, the M4, yeah. the uh, M9 Beretta. And then we had every, in the shop I was at, we had every weapon system the United States Marine Corps had. Mm-hmm. So we had from the pistol to uh, rocket, yeah. you know, yeah. every man-made weapon system. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we would do like classes or something and like I'd be showing somebody this and they would be the one to trigger and I'd be like, all right, this is how you're going to adjust it, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I could get somebody on target with, like, four rounds. Yeah. No way. I, yeah, I used, I used to be able look to do that. Yeah, yeah they, they'd shoot, and I'd look, and be like, whoop, whoop, whoop. All right, you're on. Done. And then, me done. So you had, so you had some background already. Yeah. Here with I, a little I, I, it was nothing like this. We definitely didn't have these nice of cameras. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, it was super cool. And then, like Titan said, I'm pretty reserved. I'm pretty quiet, you know. And He came, he came in. And then he's just like, it comes time for his first job that he's gonna actually run on the Studer. And he's barely saying anything and I'm giving him pointers and we're talking about it. And I, li- I, I like the whole idea about it. But as soon as the cameras went on, I think he was worse than Donnie. Oh, really? Like it, was, it, was, it was just like, all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, so you just do this and this and you put it in here and you spin this and you keep spinning this and you do this and you come over here and you do this and you flip around this way and you do this way and, and literally everybody loved him on that first video. Yeah. You could see it in the comments. They're like, they're like, dang, this guy knows a lot yeah. because of how fluent he was in his explaining and how yeah. systematic it was and he just never stopped and he hasn't stopped talking since then. There you go. <laughs> except, you when, go. except when he's over here on the United Grinding gaming chair. Platform <laughs> oh, chair. Yeah, right behind you. Right yeah. Behind yeah. With the core panels oh, I know. hooked up, remote. I, I heard it got taken over when I was out on vacation. A lot of the editors were in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Super nice chair. That is good yeah. stuff. Super good. They, so how many of the, of the United Grinding group how many of their lays you've got the Studer, you got the Walter with the Bloms coming. You ever been in front of a Bloom? Uh, just the one that was here. So okay, yeah, it's just the uh, XP. I think it was the yeah. Bloom yeah. XP. Okay, yeah. yeah, but uh, all the surface grinding I've ever done was manual. Got so it. Manual surface grinding. Got it. Uh, but no, I'm excited for that Bloom. They say an inch and a half depth of cut. That's Come what on. they say. That's yeah. what we'll and, do. That's what we're going to do. And you know what we're going to do. I know and what you guys going to do. Take oh, that man. thing yeah. down. Right. Well, it, I it, love it. Last year, it did an inch. We're grinding a American flag in one shot with a little oh, deeper. Hello. Oh, hello. Good call. Yeah. That, right that, that video that Jesse did was yeah. insane. Yeah. Like, it was, he did a great job on that. Yeah, yeah. he did. So good. Beautiful part. When you walk over here, you can see it. It's yeah. just, And it is just like perfect still chris yeah. got a good one with that yeah. glass end mill right that was that thing lit up yeah that thing was super nice yeah, yeah. we were talking about it a little earlier it's so tight and right he's got this way of understanding the, the the we talk about all the time the algos of 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 what the you know platforms we put on and he's like no nah, that's gonna murder it that's gonna yeah. great you brought a yeah. you could tell the story chris, i'm butchering it we all we always look at different ideas and a lot of them i'll bring up or the machine is so 
come up and I try not to hurt people's feelings, but within the first <laughs> second, in the first second, I know it's, if it's going to be a winner or yeah. it's going to be a loser. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and then you got to package it, the thumbnail. You can have the best video in the world, but if you don't have a great thumbnail that intrigues people to want to actually click into it, then nobody's going to watch it and it's going to die. Yeah. But as soon as he came up and said, hey, I have this idea to do a glass end mill. And I literally just looked at you and said, that is going to get a ton of views because I'm intrigued as a machinist. And that's what people don't really understand. And I, and I, when I talk to the editors and I talk to different people, I'm like, you have to get to know our viewers, mm-hmm. our community, because machinists are so particular. They're, 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 they have an obsession for perfection. They're yep. going to call you out if you do it wrong. They, um, they don't care about all the fluff. So sometimes when you do a, a thumbnail that is so fantastic, it won't get views because they just, they're like turned off by it. They want to see the realness. The about nuts. It. Even when it bolts. comes to music, you know, it's sometimes like, like if you, if you hear a car engine run, like, like you don't want to hear like with rock <laughs> yeah, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, the let background. me hear it. And yeah. that's yeah. how it is with the, the machine. So yeah, it's like, call. let's hear the machine. Let's do do this and stuff. It's but, a great call. You know, when it came to different ideas, I look at it. But then when it came to the glass end mill, I was like, would it work? Yeah. Like, and it's Could as simple as that. Is it possible? Like, mm. if you did it right and it was true and, and spinning, like, could you cut something? Right. You right. know? And I thought, Oh, what a what a great way to run a machine and actually grind glass that is super brittle and would want to break. So in one way, it's an art to just grind glass, uh-huh. right. period. Yep. Yep. And then can it can it actually cut? So I was yep. intrigued and I thought, hey, just a video saying we created we you know machine or grinded a glass end mill. It intrigues. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It was great. Super they, good. And you killed it. Millions and millions of views. Thank you. We'll get the one inch stock and try it again. Oh, oh yeah. Now, now you're going to be like, now Jesse went one inch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But now we're going one and a quarter. Like, we're, yeah. we're taking it deep. You're going to yeah. have to do what Marcus said, though. You're going to have to get rubber and see if it, no, no yeah. more wood. Yeah. Yeah. Go with the rubber. Yeah. yeah, it made one chip in the wood for It made brain. one chip. And I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, man, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone, man. <laughs> so Too brittle. Good. Too brittle. Yeah, so right, yeah. right, yeah. exactly. I wanted, I wanted to uh, jump back. Like now, United Grinding, I, now I've gone to many different facilities and each one, they have apprenticeship. They have a great, great apprenticeship. They literally solved their own problems by hiring, like by training up these kids and, and the progress, programs are great. And one of the reasons that I actually focus on it in our videos when we do shop tours is I want like America and other countries to understand the importance of it. Correct. Correct. And you were just talking about your four apprentices. Mm -hmm. That's a brand new program that you actually just put together. Yep. Yeah. It's a brand new program. Um, You know, a lot of people always tell me, you know, how do you justify this? Um, You know, and you know, I mean, yeah, there is cost, you know, we pay, we pay these young kids. I, say no sure. I mean, young man you know yeah. women anybody we, 30 or under is a kid to me yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt so, <laughs> exactly you know we we pay them you know when they're in school we, we pay them on an hourly you know i f- very important for me was that they have a degree 
after the two years. Very cool. Um, so that's why I pushed basically the gentleman that's responsible in our uh, operations for that, that he goes to works with the university. So we make sure they have an associate's degree when they get out of it. Excellent. Because it, even if they don't stay with us, at least they have something for the rest of their life. Good you know, call. they have no, something like that they that. can show off. Similar, you know, that you have your, you showed me today the pictures with the, yeah. you know, the parts in, mm -hmm. the, in, the, in the case, which is, I mean, that's showing something. And the same as mm -hmm. if you have a degree, you know. And um, so for me, that was very important. And yeah, we put that together. Um, you know, it's amazing. All this material is available. I mean, you know, all these, there's multiple German companies. You can just order it. You get it in English. They send you the raw material. We got the workbenches, we got the tools for it. It, it they can they package it, they send it to you, and we just set it up in our um, amazing, uh, you know, in our in our uh, shop floor. So we cleaned out an area of our shop floor because I want the, them to be on the shop floor with everybody else, mm -hmm. you know, and see what we're doing as well, and um, you know, and on and off to help, you know, uh, with other tasks. Um, but they built a little you know, a pencil holder or they file, you know, a hammer or, or things like this. They do s different things that they learn over time. And I think it's it's exciting for them. It, it goes step by step by step. And at the end of the day, they have a challenge where it's almost like a CNC machine. It's like one axis, you know, with a bolded screw and uh, a slide Beautiful. on it and the PLC and they need to troubleshoot it and they need to figure out how to make this work. So this is basically what our guys do almost on a daily basis and that's how they learn and uh, you know, that's how they also learn the accuracy because I mean, you should have seen them at the beginning filing. I mean, it's probably the most boring thing ever, yeah. you know. No. But I mean, if you want to make something accurate, you have to learn that this, you know, how is the metal acting? You that's know, right. how, how do you make this straight, you know? If your motion is not straight, yeah, you know, it ain't gonna uh, go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. So, matter. so I think it's just teaching them that. And in Europe, this is normal, you know. Yeah. And the crazy part for me is, I talk to people that we have in the company like for thirty-five years. Back in the day, this was normal in the U.S. It was. Yeah. It was, and Tons now we have of no companies. apprenticeships. None. Tons of companies had this as yep. a knowledge of manufacturing yeah. was common was in the common. US. Thank yes. you. Yeah, yes. good yeah. call. Yeah. And so whatever happened, I mean, seems like we found services more important than making things. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, that's gone. And I mean, I just, you know, we just try to bring it back good as, as much as we can. I mean, you know, we cannot help everybody, but I think everybody can help themselves. No I doubt. Mean, I'm more than happy. You know, if somebody asks me, hey, how, what did you do? How are you doing this? Come to us, sit down with us. We're more than happy to talk to you about it, help you even, you know, set up maybe an apprenticeship in your company. Beautiful. If you want to know what we did, we give you all this information. I'm That's more awesome. than happy to share. It's no problem. I mean, I, I, I think, think it's it, good. And I think it takes that leadership to understand we need that again. Um, you know, two of my great friends that I had in the industry went through the apprenticeship at United Airlines and two of the best machinists I ever met in my 30 years of selling machine tools. And they were there in the 80s and they started a shop there shortly after. And then I've talked about them before, but Hamilton Company up in Reno, Nevada, my buddy Phil Linscheid, 
he started an apprenticeship. 24 people under their first apprenticeship program. They sent them across the street to Truckee Meadows Community College. They put them through school, teach them. Without those, like you said earlier, you, you, the, they're taking people. They said, we're going to start you out at X wage. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have any experience in this industry, zero. And we could come in and, and teach you machining. And they start at the basics. Yeah. I don't think that people... Uh I wanted to comment real quick when you, you just talked about like what happened and stuff. It's crazy that I'm, I just got like tweaked on it because I was, <laughs> I was just like, you know, you see these politicians and they're just, we've sold our work out and we made it so easy for people to go make parts yep. in other countries while our prisons and, you know, people yeah. have no opportunities and the prison rates rise, manufacturing's like dropping at the same rate, same angle, opposite. And then you, you have these politicians now that have no idea what CNC means. And they're like, China has so many millionaires now and, and they're coming on vacation and we need to like build up a, a service for them, you know, yeah, to like for on. when they're on vacation. And like, that's the attitude now yeah, and right. stuff and we've lost it. Forget it. And people just, they, they cannot comprehend that there's a huge part of our society of people that were born to build things, as you mentioned early, with their hands, and yep. that's how they're wired. They're not wired for service. Not everybody's wired. That's why Hawaii, where, where I was raised, has the one of the biggest drug problems and incarceration problems per capita in the entire state, 87 plus percent recidivism. If you go to um, prison, like you go back and it's because there's no manufacturing and it's 100% service oriented. No, it's, it is crazy. They're building prisons in, in Arizona. They built prisons in Arizona and Texas to, because there's so many inmates, which I came up through that system, you know? But it's like, if you get serious about it and you have great companies that realize how easy it is, it's never been easier to actually efficiently and and without putting out a lot of money, create apprenticeship programs for your company and train them the way you want. If you're a grinding company, then Marcus is telling you that they will share their information with you. They will share the plan with you. Not only that, that, but United Grinding has actually partnered with Titans of CNC to create the Grinding Academy. And that is something that is already two to three years old that is growing by the day and is gonna keep coming up where it's like, you wanna learn about wheels, you wanna learn about grinding, you wanna like tool grinding, cylindrical grinding, all of it, surface grinding. We're gonna teach you all the fundamentals. We're gonna go through it. Chris is a huge part of that, you know? But we wouldn't be able to do it without United Grinding, so thank you. And uh, now a lot of people, like, you have you have like customers that say like, hey, I actually oh. bought a Studer and they pointed me, and then it's all right here. It's I learned all programming, here. how to go through the controls, how to do all of this. And Another good friend of mine, Brian Koklich at CGI in Carson City. I'd been here only a week. He knew mm-hmm. I'd seen him. The month before I was leaving, told him what I was doing, and then he calls me a week while I was here. He said, Studer or United Grinding told me, call Titan about the Titan uh, uh, Grinding Academy. Gave him the link, rolled through it, and yeah, he said everything from start to finish is on there. Yeah. And we're just making it bigger and bigger and bigger. But any, on the machining side, it's like if you want to, 
you know, teach CNC machining. There's no easier way to learn it than Titans of CNC. We give you guys the models, we give the prints, the setup sheets, the inspection documents. We teach you the entire process. We give you the videos for how to design it, program it, actually machine it, full setup. You get a five axis machine, full setup exactly how to do it this is the checklist that you go through to set up the machine there's a video attached to every single thing if you don't know how to do it and teachers leaders anybody like don't be scared you can jump exactly. right in use our stuff because of our great partners we literally give everything for free there's not a charge there's 200,000 students currently. Some drop off, some come. It's ever evolving, but we're now over 200,000 stu current students, and we just became the number one curriculum for high schools in the state of Michigan. Michigan, oh, baby. Nice. Su super Shout awesome. Shout out to Gabe Couriers. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Stud up there. Yeah, mm -hmm. Super good. So then they actually, that was, that was actually an awesome thing. They mm -hmm. actually went out to the entire workforce that they have and basically sent this um it's kind of like they they put 13 different curriculums to them they said based on your company and who you hire who what curriculum should we be using and 95 plus percent said titans of cnc wow yeah, yeah. that's incredible yeah wow. super, super cool and now more states are like stepping up and stuff yeah. so like any any company right now whether it's one student, two students, or more, they can start their own apprenticeship program for free Good right call. there. Exactly. Yep. Good call. Boom. Yeah, that's what, that's what I say. This is, for me, the most undervalued piece. I mean, you know, people ask me all, always, you know, why do you, why do you partner with Titan? You know, I mean... You know, some of the they're just jealous because they can't. Yeah, and, and, and some of the videos, you know, some people, you know, are critical about some of the videos and this and that, the other. And I said, you know, it's one thing if he makes a video about this, that, the other. But I mean, the educational part, there's no criticizing on that. Zero. There's, you, there's, this thing is something that nobody else has done. And it's there and it doesn't cost anything. And I mean, it's such, it's such a value for I mean, anybody who's interested, 100%. I mean, you know, that I don't even know, you know, that you cannot put money on that. You know, it's, yeah. it's something that it's just if you want to make some, if you want to start your own company and you have no idea about CNC, you can do that. You yeah. surely you can. can do that. I mean, with you don't it's not even a huge investment at the beginning. I mean, you can just buy a used machine. Yep. Start out, you know, learn how to do that, uh -huh. get it. And I mean, I, I cannot tell you how many times we are looking for companies that make like high precision uh, fixturing and things like this. Hmm. You know, there's there's not too many people out there doing it. Doing it. Yeah. So I mean, if if you know somebody wants to start out of that, I think there is a lot of you know opportunity in that. Yeah. Good calling. So, I know. think you need to tell the story while we're on that subject. We talked about it this morning, but to me, I still think. Again, I've been here about 100 days. I've known Titan for 20-plus years. These are conversations we've had for 20 years. But the story when we were at Blue is pretty It's pretty incredible. I mean, these guys came up to you. We, we, we did about eight hours of filming at Blue. There was an hour meet and greet at the end of this that the employees could come up. There, he was shaking hands mm -hmm. and taking pictures for like an hour. And, and this kid came up and told you, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they, I mean, right? Yeah. It's great. We say kid. He was probably, he was <laughs> like, probably twenty-four or something, and uh, yeah, you said under thirty. It, it was, it was, it was cool. You know, I'll, I'll just, I'll start like saying like, Marcus, like you know by now, anybody that walks through that door and actually sees what we're doing, they walk out inspired Completely. and amazed, and we're best friends for life. Completely. And they tell everybody about it. A lot of people because they can't comprehend because that's not how they're built. They they try to figure out what we're doing. They don't quite understand it. And then they think social media is like, you know, for kids. And then they're like looking and they might see one video where, you know, we run at 2000 inches a minute through steel or just do something crazy. And they, they see that one video and they're like, what is he teaching everybody? But mm -hmm. they don't understand that we have full part tutorials. Yep. We have complete education. Yep. We, we do so many different levels, but sometimes I always tell people like Morpheus from the matrix, like machinists, <laughs> I'm just trying to open your minds. Nice. And, and you're over here running an end mill at, at 60 inches a minute, thinking you're going fast in steel because you used to go 30 inches a minute and I'm gonna put in an end mill and me and Barry are gonna go run that thing at 2,000 inches a minute and people freak out and I'm like your machine can't even do it <laughs> but it didn't break yeah <laughs> and if you think you're running fast at 60 and time is money and and the profit that you're making is based off the times of the parts that you've programmed and and done it and you're doing the, Which the it same is. old way and you're not changing things you're not having an obsession to actually just keep perfecting that process and try new tools and do these different things like you're holding your company back and that's a cancer in the company mm -hmm. but i'm going to show you something that is so far beyond anything you can comprehend and by showing it i'm just going to give you the confidence to say you know what it's possible yep what if I'm running at 100 inches a minute, if I go four times during the roughing process and the roughing process is 80% of all of the machining, then I'm making money. Yep, yep. exactly. And, Time and, is and money. That, and that's the whole thing here is like, you know, you have to entertain uh, the vast majorities and hit everybody and, and do different things. And, and sometimes, sometimes, I mean, one time people criticize, we cut a vice in half right. <laughs> right it was a chinese knockoff vice <laughs> and doing it, that it, Kurt. it had like the tool had 65 inserts and it was cool yeah. <laughs> like, it was cool and everybody's laughing and everybody's having fun and sometimes you just gotta like have fun you know exactly but at the end of the day with over 1600 videos on youtube you're talking about precision work holding. Just look up fixturing and Titans of CNC. There, there's nobody out there that has put the type of content, real fixtures, real mm -hmm. problem solving techniques, how to how to fixture hundreds of parts, what to do before you can even afford automation. These are ways Good that you call. can actually run a hundred parts in on a three axis machine. And, and make money and walk away from a machine. And instead of like having a two minute runtime, you got a hour and a half runtime because you're running a ton of parts with these little things that we teach you how to build all these different things. So there's a ton of, ton of knowledge yep. there. And when we were at Blue Origin, it was humbling. I, there's a video coming out and it's gonna blow people's minds Fantastic. in a few weeks. We're the first ones to ever film the entire engine machine shop at Blue Origin and it's gonna be insane. And it was an honor, not only that 
that we have such a history with that company and and, and no leadership and, and all that. But it was it was an honor that at the end the machinists wanted to come say hi and then they were lining up and we we're taking pictures and we we're talking and and on that level they only hire great machinists, no operators. It's they true. hire great machinists and and when on that level each one shake not just shaking your hand but saying I learned so much from your videos. Yeah. I, I literally I'm self-taught and I learned mm. from Titans of CNC on yeah. on YouTube and on the Academy and, and hearing that and we had this one kid this young guy come up and he's like did you meet my dad I was like oh, I'm not sure I just met like a million people I was like I'm like I'm not sure but I hope I did you know and um he's like oh, I gotta tell you this quick story and he's like me and my dad were actually uh laid off of work we had no work we were living off of food stamps and then we came across your video we we binge watched the videos watched every video my dad got inspired actually went to blue sold himself to blue we both got hired and he's like we went from food stamps to blue because of you titan That's so and great. like i just was i was wow. like that is crazy that i love awesome. that story and yeah. then i told one of the top top guys he's like oh i know exactly who you're, you're talking, talking about. about what a crazy story <laughs> and we were walking on on air leaving there because it does oh, sure. you know you hear those stories so frequently yeah. and then they you know again hit home like <laughs> You know, I left a, a great position in California and I said, you know, there's there's a purpose that I'm coming. I love this industry mm -hmm. so much. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's in me, a passion for it. And and that's why I'm here in Texas. You know, I, I, I love selling machine tools, love my customers. But then, like Titan said, there's one guy I'd, I'd leave all that for. And I came to Texas. Oh, for man. Him. Damn. Boom. Boom. Absolutely. So good. Yeah, man. You know, the, the vision's always been big and and having uh having you over here it's like it wasn't like hey keith let's go just make a bunch of money <laughs> no it's no. like keith let's help this let's, industry let's like elevate let's like right off you know let's i mean I, my wife knows i'm never gonna retire no nope. i'm gonna be bugging these guys when <laughs> I'm, if i'm 80 i'm i'm here like i'm loving it you know but at the same time it's like hey keith Remember what we dreamed about changing the it's industry? Mm. We're literally doing it. Yep. And and man, I'd love to have I'd love to have you by my side and why not finish your career changing the industry, doing all the things that we talked about when we were young. Let's yep. go do it. Yep. And he he sold his house, picked up everything, making a killing in California and having a great life and being on auto, he walked away from everything and yep. and Boom, walked over here, man. Came Let's go. to Texas. Now but it lives is. three miles from me. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But then, like this, like I, I got to meet Marcus at Emo and we got Boom. to you know, share a little mm -hmm. bit of time. And then yeah. again, hanging out here and just, I love the story. I love how you yeah. came in through the industry and hearing those things from, you know, people like you. I told Titan, you know, this is, I had a pity, he, he's got a big footprint. I had a pretty, pretty big, big uh, footprint. But it's only going to expand it. And that's what I love is hearing the stuff about the people in the industry and how we can make this better together. Because no one should be worried about what you're doing. They should only be helping us yeah, get this industry exactly. going in yeah. that direction. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we talk about, you know, training and apprenticeships yep. and college and all these different things. But I think that this podcast is like a blessing because yeah. we got to have Marcus on here. 
You get to talk to real individuals that are leaders in the field. You get to hear about hundred percent, like what what they care about, what they did to actually solve the right problems, to walk up the right paths, to actually not only change their lives but change their employees' lives and companies' customers. lives and customers and all yep. of it. And I mean, and that's just gold, man. I love this trade so much. I just love meeting people, talking Agreed. to people, hearing their stories, just all of it, man. Agreed. Same here. And I mean, you know, you know, every day, like when you go out, you go to a customer, you visit them, you know, there's so many great stories out there yeah. and you see what people are doing and what did they, you know, how much, how much blood they're putting in yeah. there, you know, Fully. blood and sweat to make things work. Uh, and you know, the industry can be stressful. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about no it. Doubt. You know, there's deliveries. It, I think it, it used to be, they used to have a rating and I think it was one of, rated the most, Stress one level. of the most stressful jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's also, I mean, Sometimes I, I try to explain people why why I like this industry so much is you know there's a satisfaction of of making something yep. so so for for people that are not so much in the manufacturing industry if you have a home project doesn't matter what it is and you make that and and it's finished afterwards and you look at it you're pretty proud of yourself yeah. Heck you know, yeah. you're, you're 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 like wow this is you know this is pretty awesome yeah. you know doesn't matter what it is how difficult or how not difficult it was. But I mean, if you go back, you know, this is what manufacturing is every day. Hundred percent. You know, every day. You know, there's a challenge. You know, you know, you need to get something done. You need to think about it. You want to change it. You make it. You know, I mean, talking about tolerances, for example, they get tight and tighter. You know, yes. I mean, and we're like, oh, how are we gonna make it? But I mean, there's you always find ways. Yes, you I do. I mean, it, huh? it it takes time. It takes patience. It takes. You know, sometimes you had you have setbacks. You know, then you go forward again, and at the end of the day, we reach that target. And I mean, how how much prouder can you be of you know, making this part to that accuracy? You know, in the time that you know promised a customer or whatever. I mean, it, I think it's great. And then to know it's going on an airplane, it's yeah. going in a medical device, yeah. it's going in a robotic medical yeah. device it's going in a car i mean what you're what you're giving back to the to the to, to, yeah. to society and uh what those parts are used for on a daily basis that no one ever like we said no one knows no yeah. one knows what that is no one pays attention you know aerospace is one of our big oh, you know industries every time i sit in a plane i look out to this um yep. i look out to this engine and i'm like no, I trust this thing. Yes. It's made on our machine. That's you it. got that right. Precision. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Super good. Super yes, good. sir. When you, were, uh, when you were just talking about the feeling of making things and, and all of that, it made me think of uh, a program that we highlighted on autistic students mm -hmm. with autism mm -hmm. and, and how machining changed their lives. Like the government will want you to will want will pay you to babysit your child for life. And it's one of those things that it's like, you know, y'all there's a thing that people say with severe autism and it's that, you know, you pray that you'll live one day longer than your child, even if they're old, because nobody will take care of them like mm -hmm. you will. You right. Know? But I think that there's a it, there's this thing where they feel like you have to do this. You have to babysit. They'll never be able to like really have a life for their themselves and they don't fit in and different things. And yet we highlighted that because it's a computer, because it's repetition, because your 
building things, because you're making things, and because you're judged based on on what you can actually make. You know what I mean? And these different things that it's cool. that it's cool. That people with autism actually thrive. Mm-hmm. They're uniquely abled and they actually do great in this industry and stuff. So yeah. I just I just say that because I'm always trying to trying to plug because people I think that's like a great thing for us to have more programs for autistic because yeah. like you said, there's nothing like manufacturing because you're building something you you solve the right problems at the end of it you have this this feeling of accomplishment because it was hard yeah because you had to go through adversity to actually build it and that brings confidence yep. and it brings confidence confidence to it everyone yep. anyone totally who agree. touches it it is an absolute gift and as a country as a great nation we have to fight for manufacturing to bring awareness to it, to bring education, more education, Completely. to make people know. And if you're in Germany, you guys already do a great job, but but all over the world, people are forgetting, yep. you know? And you have other people coming into power that, that, that see shops as just these sh- buildings. They don't understand the lives that are inside there, each one with their mm-hmm. own story, their own niche of wh- how they actually made something different and and carved out this life and that takes care of their families for generations and stuff Mm. so we just got to keep keep no matter where you are in this world you need to fight for your manufacturing to put your own people to work to make your own products and you can do it because of the technology that's available today and uh with grinding there is none better period as you said some of these companies hundreds of years old over a hundred years old and stuff and uh just like an umbrella of like the best companies and that is united grinding and marcus thank yep. you so much thank man you. i Thanks. appreciate great. the time thank it was great much. hanging out yeah um, he has a whole team over here yeah, <laughs> working working and stuff so like you you and your yeah. team man thank you I much appreciate it. it thank you great and, having uh, you bud yeah, well, it was you, great marcus. to be here again and uh always love to be here Love you guys. Great job. Continue yep. what you're doing. Love Thank it. you, man. Right back at you. Boom. 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 <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right. We're out.